0: She is, and I'm Brad Grumberg. And, and, watch-
1: and you're watching, and you're watching How
0: to, you start. to Start. I just want to see if you knew it.
1: If I remember, what Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sometimes, you
0: know, i uh... I know, but let me tell you something. Today, we have a very special guest, someone know, who means... one of so- your friends. He's one of my friends, but he has taught me so much because of his journey in life. And I'm so happy to have him on the show. Justin Sandler, baby. Yeah. Yeah. J.S. is in the house.
2: <laughs> Much pleasure to be here, guys. Uh, Thank you for you having guys, me on. How did you guys meet?
0: We met through his beautiful wife, Mary Lou, uh-huh. and uh, she married a great guy. I kept telling her, uh-huh. enough with these losers. <laughs> Find yourself a winner, and she did. Uh-huh. And we met, and we just hit it off. He's just uh, good people. First of all, I was at his bar mitzvah. Really? He's a Jew like me. You were at his sure, bar mitzvah? Well, not really, but, you know, <laughs> he's younger than me, but... Uh, He is a Jew
2: from Chicago, and that's where it all started, right? It is where it started. Where in Chicago? In the North Shore, of course. Uh, I was born in Skokie, like most. Oh, I
1: just was in Skokie. My cousins got married there. (laughs) There you (laughs) go, yeah. Everybody. The bar
2: mitzvah was in Skokie. Okay. Uh Not devoted to me as a tribesman, but uh, I'm also a Buddhist, so I can, you know, Uh find the nice balance. Um, But yeah, I did grow up in the North suburbs, Suburbs of Chicago and, you know, had a relatively normal childhood, but it wasn't an easy one. I definitely had my share of... Uh, Bullying through over the years, and a lot of lack of my own um, self-worth, insecurities, and uh, sadness at times too, which I think um, paid a big. uh, How am I trying to say this? It it contributed to some things that I experienced later in life that I'll talk about soon. But a lot of sadness from watching illness and and family members and stuff that I, I stuffed and stuffed and stuffed, and I had a very emotionally closed heart and that uh, became a through line through a lot of my journey. Uh, even though I kept pushing and kept trying to grow and overcome, there were certain things that never quite released. And later in life, um, it really it showed itself to me. And mm-hmm. so um, uh, I'll get to that in yeah, a minute. It'll make more sense. That's, that's so, a, so, so, so it's a, explain, a lot. That's
1: a lot. So explain what happened when you were a kid, just
0: slower.
1: Yeah, some of the
2: things when you were a ha- boy. Ha- what happened? Yeah. Sure. Well, Okay, so I, I was young, my, my grandmother got ALS. And, oh, wow. and for many years I watched her Ugh. deteriorating and it was very hard watching my father trying to deal with it and everything. And speaking of the bar mitzvah, she couldn't be there because she was bedridden and unable, uh. it's the worst disease I've ever seen. The worst, yeah. And I just, you know, I hated feeling sadness and every time I showed sadness when at school or whatever, showed an emotion, you know, I got pushed around, I got bullied. And oh. it's, it, I started to learn as a young boy that showing emotions is not good. That equals being bullied. That equals getting hurt. That equals not a happy situation. So I learned how to close those down and stuff those in and shut everything up and make it nice and tight and put on that, you know, happy face to try to keep going. Um, you know, my grandma passed and I kept going through it, but I I learned how to eventually overcome. But you know, those those scars, those emotionally closed down parts, and this is something I'm also working yeah. on now as far as helping men and and you know dealing with the, our own ability to be a man and have emotions because a lot of men are are taught to bottle those up. How
1: did you get over all of that? Is there any tips for people out here, there, who might be going through a loss of a loved one? How do you? How did you? Well. uh What's your secret for that?
2: That there's a long there's <laughs> a long process of life that leads me to there. So maybe we can maybe we can take us through a little bit of a journey, and then I'll, and then I'll get you to the There's payoff. no There's
1: no sec- There's no simple answer for that. There is, but I want to get that, I want yeah. I, I want I, yeah.
2: I, I like to I like to build up to my stories. Okay, so. all right. okay all right,
0: <laughs> I got, right, I you got right, know, an idea. Why don't we start with a happy what were you doing you're an artist. You're yeah. a rock star. This guy is went on the road as a drummer. Right. That's so cool. Oh my God. All what around the world. Like... Tell us about
2: that. So um so let me catch you up. So in Chicago, uh in high school, I had the dreams of rock stardom. I started playing drums, finally started getting respect when the people saw me in you know, doing that and my hair was getting all long and luscious and this was me. I wanted to be <laughs> a rock drummer, but my parents were like, maybe you should go to college. Okay, I went to Indiana <laughs> University. I did get my degree in television directing and theater. Um, they said get a real degree. I don't know if that's a real <laughs> degree, but uh, I worked for a few years in Chicago directing local commercials. I got hired by ABC and Fox to come out to the Palm Springs market, and I directed and wrote commercials there for a few years. But ultimately, my desire to be a performer, a musician, and an actor uh, was kind of overtaking my stay there in, in the desert. So I came up to LA, and that's when the whole journey began. I started diving into film and diving into music. and everything just started kind of going. First, I was acting a lot for a little bit. Then it wasn't really taking off to a a success that I had hoped And music showed up. And that became like, well, maybe the calling was always music, and I just (laughs) put all these things in the way. So I'm playing in bands. uh, Eventually got with one particular group. We released a couple of our own albums. We bought our own tour bus. We toured Europe multiple times. We toured America four times. Um, And things were really getting to the place where, you know, if a band could get this close to making it, that's where we were, uh-huh. and then the whole thing fell to hell. And um, I won't go into all the details as to why, um, but there were some challenges. So you were in, at the, a high in the, dynamic. With the band. Oh, and then it, it was yeah. it was there. And then as that kind of crashed and burned, it's very interesting how life kind of goes in these waves. You know, we talk about how to overcome things and going through life and all of its challenges. Um, being an artist is full of them. Financially, is probably the biggest one. You know, not getting the success you had hoped for or expected sends a lot of people home early. I mean, I was here as an actor and it took me, well, six and a half years before I booked my first what I call real film role. Uh, Matthew McConaughey happened to be the fellow who gave me my first That's role. So which cool. was amazing. He auditioned me and what we worked together. Like? He was, he was what you expect, dude, bro. He was just yeah. chill. He was cool. <laughs> he is who he is. We, yes. we worked well together. He paid me high compliments. Um, we did three scenes together in the movie Surfer Dude. So cool. I reconnected with him just about a couple years ago and, and was able to remind him that he gave me my first role, and that was pretty uh-huh. neat. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, Oh, I'll just book a national commercial and that'll pay the bills. It took me 11 years before I booked my first national commercial. But then I booked six in the four years after that. That's
1: amazing. You
2: have to keep going. So what happened was I decided early, early on that I am an artist and performer and a creator, and that's all I ever want to be. And my life is about that creation and using my art to help inspire people and help others and kind of it's a balance. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, what? it doesn't matter what happens or how long it takes. I'm gonna keep doing this until I'm no longer alive. Mm-hmm. That's how serious this is. Your lives.
0: calling. This is what you're gonna do. And
2: in 2009, everything went to total shit. And my oops, <laughs> can, can I not say that? No, no, you yeah. family, friendly. family friendly. Family but friendly. But I'm sorry. Just <laughs> say poo poo. Say poo poo. In 2009, everything what? went bad, uh-huh. as bad as they could. Uh, between losing the band I was in that I'd mentioned, yeah. the relationship I was in, financially speaking, and then suddenly I was homeless.
1: Oh, wow. And
2: I could have gone back to Chicago, lived with the parents, picked up the pieces, but I knew that I would have never returned. So I said, you know what? I will live out of my car because that is how important it is to me because there's still a lesson to be learned and something to overcome. So I stayed in the car and I overcame that. I learned some amazing things about myself and it it, it powered me to the next level. Then I met Mary Lou. You know, she came into my life and we kept growing together ever since. And things started to really you know, move up and up in my life. And I'm like, okay, here we go, things are going. I'm in great shape, I'm physically feeling good. Our career is going well. Mary Lou and I um, opened our own film studio. We released our own movie, Welcome wow. to Where You've Always Been. We went to festivals, it got distribution. Everything was getting ready to go to the next level. And I was like, yep, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then I got cancer.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> and
2: so I had a, a very large aggressive tumor growing right in the middle of my chest. And wow. it was pushing into my heart and lung. And as we found out later, a lot of other things. And you know, when I had said early on, I'm gonna keep doing this until I die. I didn't mean I wanted to die in 2017. um, (laughs) And I almost did on many times.
1: Wow, so how Um, did they find it? uh,
2: I got sick, we um, thought we had the flu and it wasn't the flu. I was having trouble breathing. I had fever, shakes and aches and stuff. And so I ultimately had a CT scan and they're like, okay, guess what? You've got this huge mass in your chest. And I was off to UCLA and I was going through the gamut of testing. Wow. Next thing you know, I mean, literally within three days of, of, getting the diagnosis. I was living at the hospital, and I was doing chemo around the clock for a week at a time. I did chemo for the entire summer of 2017. Actually, uh, today, uh, anniversary-wise, is the two-year anniversary of my last day of my final round of chemo. Oh, my God, wow. Wonderful, uh, so yeah. perfect. I you know, I was completely uh-huh. hairless. I was 30 and pounds by, lighter. And by the way, I made, he documented
0: everything on film. Yeah. For you what he's going to tell you, yes. yes, yes. No, no. He, he's yes. going to tell you what he
2: did with it. Oh. It's,
0: it, it talk about genius. So it's, the first time, first was. video
2: we made was Mary Lou's idea. I was a little resistant because I was still very confused. I didn't know I had the cancer yet. It was before I had a diagnosis. She's like, "We got to tell everybody what's going on. Best way to do it is a live video." So we did it, and suddenly I was like, "Yep, this is how we should do it." You know, as as someone who's been spending most of my life as a performer, as a filmmaker, I was like, "I have the ability to use my natural gifts." to document this and to share it in hopes that it helps other people. And sure enough, not only did it help me get through it, but people from other countries reached out to me saying, I saw your videos on YouTube, I caught you on Facebook, you know, it helped me through this, I have cancer, I have this, 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 this. So documenting it and sharing it, it impacted so many other lives. Um, You fast forward to the end of 2017, I survived the cancer after five surgeries and, wow. and all the chemo and that, and yeah, God bless. Knocking on what- knocking on something, and um, so made it to the other end. Recovery has been very challenging, but I said, okay, well, I made it to the other side. There's a bigger reason, you know. I can take my what I feel my gifts are, and my journey, and say there's a reason that these two things came together. It's because I can go out there and create more things to help inspire others, to help other people going through it, whether it's cancer or any obstacle that you have. And so I started speaking, and I've uh-huh. been invited many times to speak at different events for, for cancer awareness type things or at UCLA, et cetera. I saw uh-huh. the UCLA,
0: the UCLA, it was, I, I started crying. Yeah. It was so, Inspiration, so touching.
2: It was and great. where can
1: people you know. find these, or can they just, just, ju- So just all the, the
2: videos and the stories are, are on my um, Facebook and uh-huh. the YouTube. You know, YouTube.com/slash Justin J Sandler is the YouTube uh-huh. link. But my handles for everything social media wise, aside from that, is at Justin Sandler. Um, what I then uh, got inspired to do was to share this story in a way that only I know how, and uh-huh. that is in the most multifaceted, multimedia, multi-character style, and that was by creating a one-man show. Oh wow. And that is what I did most recently. Uh Uh, And the show has over 20 characters. I play music, I do poetry, I do inspirational speaking, and all the videos that Brad was talking about, Uh I've edited them into little minute long clips and they play throughout the show as well so that we're going through the whole journey as I'm either playing it out or we're kicking it to the video, and oh, we get to cut so a, get a whole slice of what it is, and it's very inspirational. The title of the of the show is Embrace Love Free, Aww. and and uh, EmbraceLoveFree.com is the website where you can find out when the show is playing and how to cool. find out more about it. Um, that is the message. Uh-huh. Are you Coming doing it back, just
1: in LA, or are you doing it other well, places?
2: Well, you know, right right now, I don't tour? know where the future goes yeah. with it. So the idea uh-huh. is, I'm just tightening the show and I'm playing it out in LA and um, wherever it goes from here. It's been it's been already um, selected for two theater festivals, uh-huh. and I, I'm gonna see this where the world needs it, but people keep saying, keep doing this show, people need to see it.
0: Absolutely.
2: Awesome. You know, it's, I've seen the show.
0: Yeah. And I've seen it at its infancy, and I know it's 10 times better now because you got to cut and paste and do some different things. Mm-hmm. But just from what I saw, I was crying, literally yeah. crying. My emotions showed, and I saw this guy, He has this journey. I mean, the guy was living in his car. He lost everything, didn't give up, lived in that car, Mm -hmm. and now he got cancer, still fought that, Uh and look, he's healthy today. Wow. You have touched so many lives. You've touched mine thank in a big you. way. I wanted to tell you that. Absolutely, thank you. So
1: I have to. I I just want to ask because I have a, a few friends right now who are. friends? On. I have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I have, have any. I have, I have a few. You're friends. my only <laughs>
2: friend. I thought I was your friend. Well, you're, no, you're my brother. <laughs> oh. You're <laughs> my <laughs> only friend. No, you're friend.
1: Yeah, I have, uh. I have other friends, Brad. You're not the only one. <laughs> what? You're not allowed. I have a few friends who have cancer right now. Yeah. So what would you? What are some of the? How did you survive it? Did you? Right. Is there anything besides the chemo that you did? I know there's. I I've read about like mushrooms yeah. and all these other kind of things that like work, acupuncture, yes. Chinese medicine, they chakras. All, they
2: all work. It all but every cancer is different. You know, when I got my diagnosis, people were sending me like this magical fruit from the rainforest to Brazil. Like I'm like stop Did you sending take me this. It? No, because you can't even get it here. You know? It's every cancer is different. Mm -hmm. Um, Some are environmental and there are certain things like the cannabis oil, the Rick Simpson oil, that's really effective. There are a few other treatments that I was doing, but what I ultimately realized was because my tumor was just right in the middle of my chest, it was an embryonic germ cell tumor, and so it wasn't caused by anything environmental. It was pushing into my heart so hard that if I didn't start the chemo immediately, the cancer wasn't going to kill me, but actually my heart was going to go. Wow. and and so i was forced but i did the things like the cannabis soil and i used a lot of meditation buddhist chanting a lot of you know when i was in the hospital i didn't turn the tv on once i mean i every day it was meditation chanting journaling reading books using yeah. the time to grow as a human and to connect to other people um to tell someone what can you do for cancer well i can talk to an individual and say specifically each person is different Uh but embrace love free this is a philosophy that came to me this is all about taking the situation that you have whether it's homeless whether it's cancer whether it's whatever and embracing it accepting it saying i'm not going to fight this or resist it this is what i have and this is what i'm going to accept so that i can have a clear head and move forward to the next step love Mm -hmm. love is we we can overcome most things with love, I can tell you we can overcome a lot more when we vibrate in the space of love than we stay in this negativity or victim space, which a lot of times happens, it's very easy to. So by staying in love and constantly radiating love and seeing the future and seeing a bigger mission for whatever your obstacle is, you start to see that there's a way to overcome it and you get to the third step, which is free, which you let that obstacle go, you realize that you've just overcome whatever it was in front of you and you keep pushing no matter how long it takes or how hard it is, because your life might be on the line, But when you overcome that obstacle, the benefit you gain is so incredible. You learn so much about yourself, about life, about your own mission, about the way to help others, that it's almost like, when is the next challenge going to get here? Because I know that it's going to be a hard journey. But when I go into that fear and I overcome that, that something really big is going to happen, a huge shift in my life, and it's going to make me a better person. And it's going to let me go out there and help other people. And that was really the through line and why I continue to preach embrace love free. The show is called that. I'm working on a book called that um, because I think that it's really just a very key basic philosophy that we can apply very easily. Doesn't cost money. You can always take embrace love free. You can drop in and then you can find those obstacles. Now I mentioned earlier and here comes the payoff. (laughs) What happens when you have an emotionally closed down heart? You grow a tumor into it. You know, I started to find a connection emotion even though it was an embryonic cancer and I get it's not my fault. I said, well, when I had that stuffed emotional heart as a kid, all the things that happened to me that I buried and stuffed in there, and then that tumor grew into it, I'm like, there's something here energetically. And there's a way that I can take some of the power back and not let the cancer happen to me, but say, hey, I contributed a little bit to this too. So let's energetically free that heart. So it's not just about getting rid of cancer, because if you don't energetically free where the issue came from, I feel that another issue will manifest somewhere else.
1: And how do you do that? Tell everybody because I have no idea how you do that.
2: Where do you start? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, the embrace, love, free fact. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: how do you (laughs) energize your, how do you do that? Because there's
0: people right now that have been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. What would you tell them? What would you say?
2: The thing is, you make the determination. Step one, Uh you say, I am not the victim. All right, I am not going to be the victim of whatever this is. Uh You have to start in that place. It's about a mental shift. You say, okay, embrace. This is it. This is what happened. So I have to just say, okay, I, I know what I'm facing. Mm-hmm. I accept it. I'm not running from it. Right. But I'm going to now come with a very steady plan on how I'm going to yes. overcome it. Cancer is not an easy thing to overcome and not right. everybody survives it. Right. So the thing about it is what everyone says, you beat cancer or beat cancer. Okay, Beating cancer doesn't always mean that you're gonna physically live in your skin suit for more days. Right. It means that you're gonna take every single minute of your life from this point forward to make it the very best you can, to keep growing as a human every day, to keep inspiring people, to keep making yourself better, and to keep facing every challenge. Because life is not easy, it's not supposed to be, and life is not supposed to be challenge-free. It is about overcoming our challenges, it is about helping others, it is about growing every single day. Because if you're not growing, you are dying. And so that's Were why you
0: that's this way before you got the cancer and lived in your car and all that stuff? Um,
2: I was tapping into things like this. It's been a slow and steady pattern. Okay cancer really kicked me to high gear. What I will say is the biggest piece of advice is do not wait until you have an illness or an issue to start taking care of yourself. Whether it's physically, you know, I was in very good shape, vegan, fitness-minded, so my doctor said, you're so healthy that if anybody's gonna survive this and all the treatments, you're the guy. Philosophically, I was already doing you know, my personal development, a lot of books, doing Buddhist chanting and meditation, which had me ready for that when something hit me, it wasn't like, wham, I was able to drop in and be like, okay, I have the tools. I've been working on this for a while now. So how do I take this and how do I make the best of it? So my biggest advice is, we don't wait till something bad happens because inevitably challenges happen to everyone Everybody every day. Right. So let's do things now to get ourselves ready for it. Wow. So I say, take care of yourself physically, spiritually, emotionally mm-hmm. and live your life to the fullest best purpose and be of service to others. That's
1: Yeah, I love it. We have to we have to wrap up, but I have one more question. Please. What do you when you and I have so many more questions. I wish we could talk to you for hours, <laughs> but there's more people here that need to be interviewed. Sure. So, um after cancer, do you have any tips for people out there how to how to deal with everything after they've been healed or, you know, after it's gone?
2: Yes. So, um, one thing to understand about the post-cancer world is it's not ever really totally over. You know, there are certain fears that you do face, um, the fear of it returning and things like that. You just have to understand that that's part of the gig. Um, recovery physically, like I'm not physically the same as I used to be. They had to remove half of my lung and a bunch of other parts of my, ins. I mean, it's, we can go into details about the anatomy, but I'm not the same physically as I was. And it can be very frustrating sometimes. So the first rule is you have to be kind and gentle to yourself, you have to be patient. You have to really just still continue to embrace. Okay, I'm not the Justin physically that I was in the beginning of 2017 when this all started, but I am a Justin who is alive today who can keep going out there and spreading. So it's really, you have to understand when even on the hardest of days, don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. Have your moment but find your center again and understand that it's there's just too many important things out there you know we need to really just take care of ourselves self love self forgiveness and it's not self love in a narcissistic way it is really loving yourself your energy and, and trying to always maintain that space and radiating that love vibration. I don't mean to sound too woo woo, but it's really, <laughs> when you come awesome. from that place, that heart yeah. center, right. you know, even though you might still, personally, I'm still dealing with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I still have to remind myself that, hey, I'm alive and I get to do so many things because of it.
0: Do me a favor, gotcha. look into that camera right there. <laughs> tell,
2: them, tell everybody
0: where they can find you and, and where they can find the show, your one man show. Absolutely.
2: Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, JustinSandler.com, Embrace Love Free, dot com at Justin Sandler at all the social uh, medias Uh, the show is playing in LA and around the world hopefully maybe on a TV network (laughs) who knows by this point where you'll see it but stay in touch with me and if you're going through cancer please drop me a line. I'm more than happy to take a personal call or an email to help you go through whatever challenges you may have or impart any of my advice that I've been through. My mission is to help others and I'll continue to do that for as long as I possibly can. Amazing, amazing Amazing, guys.
1: Please do me a favor, check out Justin Sandler. He is awesome. I'll put his info in the description. And thank you guys so much for watching How to Start. Go see
0: his show, it's unbelievable. How to Start, we'll
2: see you next time. Just awesome.
1: EmbraceLoveFree.com, right? Embrace
2: right. love Thank you, free. thank you guys so much for thank having you, me. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.